Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living. And... Get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates. The game Cellmates is where lawbreakers become game changers. And this week, Rockaholics, we are playing for tickets to see Lamb of God and Mastodon. That show is going to be at the Showwear Center on August 17th. Let's meet our Cellmates. We have Jeremy in Bremerton, who got pulled over for speeding while you were on your way to a driver's ed class. Yes. All right, good talk. <laughs> how what, what how happened, far over man? the speed limit were you going? That's crazy. Um, 87 and a 65. Ooh. Also, where is there a 65? I feel like there's always like 60 or 70. Where is there a 65? Um, in Connecticut. I was in Connecticut at the time. Yep, yep. I, okay, I can totally see. I'm tracking. Uh, so how much, how much money did that cost you, that ticket? Um, it was only $86. It's a steal. Um, a dollar for everyone. I was going to my stepson's. Oh, there's a good phone. Oop. Jeremy, we're losing you a little are bit. You, are you in a tunnel? Oh, we lost Jeremy. Oh, no. Well, hopefully he'll pop back in. He might be going through a tunnel. Well, while yeah. we're waiting. Hello? Oh, there Hello? you are. There you are. So you were going to your oh. son's driver's ed class. Yes, I was going to my son's driver's ed class. It was part of the curriculum where a an adult had to attend one of the classes. <laughs> so was was your stepson I, in the car with you? No, this was supposed to be a class for all just parents. So I got pulled over. The cop says, where are you going? I said, I don't know. He goes, how do you not know where you're going? And I said, well, I know where I'm going. I just have never been there before. So I'm, you know, rushing. And um, he goes, well, where are you going in Manchester? And I said, well, you're not going to find this as funny or as ironic as I do, but I'm going to a job at this time. So he, he laughed, but uh, took my ID. He came back to the car, and he said, dude, look, you're an 87 and a suspended license, um, $500 or something fine. And I was like, oh, my God, this, I'm dead. And um, he says, well, <laughs> taking into consideration where you're going and um, that you're um, – a veteran, or I was in the military at the time, but um, 
he said, I'm going to, I'm going to write it up for a uh, failure to obey a traffic device. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you. And, um, he said it was just an $86 fine. I said, can I just pay that now? Um, I'm willing to pay that. And, um, he said, no, I said, okay. So I got to the class and it was all kids, no adults. So I spoke to the teacher guy and he said that his, um, assistant lady screwed up the nights. Um, he said, but if you stick around, if you stick around, I'll give you, I'll give you and your son the credit for the class. He goes, but would you mind answering questions? I said, no, not at all. And, um, so the class starts and then he looks at me, he looks back at me and he says, uh, well, do you mind answering a question? I said, not at all. He goes, have you had experience with the law? Now, in my mind, I'm like, well, dude, in the last half hour? Or <laughs> and um, and uh, so he says, well, what advice do you have? I said, the side of the highway is not the place to argue. Um, just, you know, um, I had a, a lot of military police friends and civilian police friends, and they said, you know, uh, turn the car off, turn all the interior lights on, roll down all the windows, put the key on the dash and don't reach for anything, you know? So I'm giving the kids all this advice and stuff. And he's like, all oh, right, that's a pretty good idea. Now I didn't tell them that I'd just gotten pulled over a half hour earlier, but <laughs> it's like, I speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> all right, crazy. Jeremy, we're going to meet your cellmate. Who's also in Bremerton, Chad, you got a felony for a laser pointer. Uh-oh. I hear about these stories all the time. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy there. So um, I ordered one of the, the high-powered green lasers from China off of eBay. And uh, me and my friends, you know, we used to go drive around. And if you if you shine uh, stop signs or license plates or anything like that, they blow up super green. And it, it, it's just, it looks like a glow stick, basically. But, you know, you could do it from a couple miles away. So um, I was driving around as a passenger in my friend's car. And uh, shining a stop sign, and next thing you know, we're getting pulled over. And the cop comes up, and he's like, uh, you know, obviously you guys are shining lasers, uh, you know. And I, I tried to lie at first. I said, you know, there's no lasers here. I, I seen, I seen what you're talking about. And he's like, well, uh, why, why are you not giving it up? Is, was it a, attached to a gun or something like that? And I'm like, oh boy, yeah, it was escalating quickly. So. Right then and there, I'm like, I just, I just grab it from under my leg and I hand it to him. I'm like, here's the laser. Well, you know, three squad cars show as backup, and all they end up doing is taking my laser pointer. But I get a letter in the mail, like probably two months later, saying that I have to go to court for uh, uh, unlawful discharge of a laser in the first degree, and it's an unranked felony in Washington. And I ended up uh, pleading out to that. Yikes! Right. Well, they did. So you weren't shining it at anyone, though. You were just you were shining at the. Because no, no, no. you hear those uh, stories, I'm like, that's so messed up. And, yeah, but the, the the police officer said that I shined him. So basically, back then it was like a huge deal. You know, people yeah. were shining at airplanes. And yeah. That kind of stuff. If you shine it at, at a public servant, like anybody that's a, you know, a. a with the law or like drives buses or airplanes, they consider it all the same. And yeah, so you couldn't say, Hey, I have a cat, and we were just playing around. <laughs> it's a whole right. different type of laser, Steve. Based on yeah. the severity of the crimes of our cellmates, who should go first in the game? Uh, let's go with the guy uh, with Jeremy who got a uh, pop for speeding going to his stepson's driver's head class. That was incredible. That was amazing. All right, Jeremy, question number one to you Who has more hair follicles? Oh boy, blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Wrong. Oh, 
it is blondes. Oh, Chad, yeah. if you get this one right, you are going to the show. What? Right, no pressure. What is the heaviest organ in the human body by weight? Brain. Wrong. It would be the liver. All right, back to Jeremy. Which guitar player has been a part of Cream, the Yardbirds, and Derek and the Dominoes? Eric Hoffman. Correct. Chad, you must get this right for the game to continue. Which rocker is nicknamed the Demon of Screamin'? I have no idea. No. Oh, that would be Steven Tyler. I did not know that nickname. Yes, the Demon of Screaming. The Demon of Screaming. So congratulations to Jeremy. You have won the tickets to Lamb of God and Mastodon. That's going to be an awesome show. You should take your stepson to it. <laughs> yes, and drive the speed limit. <laughs> well, of course. I think that goes oh, without saying. I'm not married to his mom anymore. Oh, oh no. Never mind then. <laughs> Oh, My no, bad. No, there's, there's no oh no about it. I'm happy about that. <laughs> All right. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's what I meant to say. Hell yeah. Well, Rockaholics, there are people who are upset about something that happened du- during the Super Bowl, but it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. Yet it was only two seconds long. So we're going to tell you what it was after the Foo Fighters. The Daily Mix Show. During the Super Bowl halftime show... On Sunday, so many people were stoked to see Alicia Keys made that appearance. And her piano was so cool. I didn't understand what she was in front of at first because I was watching while we were eating dinner. And I'm looking over and I'm like, what weird sheet is that? And then like, it like this giant red sheet that was kind of flying in the air. And I'm like, that's a piano? Okay. It was very beautiful. It was and cool to see, though. Her performance was awesome. I actually don't even think I noticed this when when it started but apparently her voice cracked did you yes. hear that i didn't hear it at first but i did see on social media people talking about it and i saw the clip and i'm like you know what and i, I some people giving a hard time I'm like well i love the fact that that just proved that it was live it wasn't yes. lip sync not that i would care even if it was lip synced i just assume i always assume any kind of super bowl performance is going to be lip sync because it's just so hard yeah. to do that live but I mean, it seemed like a lot of the stuff was done with live vocals. And that just was like, okay, that's a real moment. Not a big deal. A human moment. It's great. And people now, though, are freaking out because apparently the NFL channel's version has been corrected on YouTube. (laughs) And now people are upset. Why are we upset about this? People just need something to complain about every day, Steve. I guess so. Like, are they? So I did see a couple of people tweeting something along the lines of like, hey, why are you trying to hide what happened? And I'm just like, well, this isn't like a, a serious issue. Like, we're not going to like be like, well, you know, we, have, we need to hide the bad vocals. Otherwise, people's bodies are be found or something like that. Like, it's just like, it's just a stupid performance in a halftime show. And if, if you want to be able to look back on it and hear it sound better, if I'm Alicia Keys, by all means, fix it. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't really affect anyone, though, in the, in the long run. No, and so. the beauty of the internet is I'm sure you can find the the original version if you want. It's just, okay, this is the version that we want to kind of live on forever. Is that her sounding exactly how she should sound? If anything, I'm just impressed that they're able to clean that up as easily as they did. Like, to be able to isolate the vocals and, and get rid of that. It's just technology is just bonkers to me. It is bonkers. I mean, we actually have the original audio. How bonkers is that? Okay. This is what it sounded like. Some so funny so the first line just kind of cracked a little bit can you play it one more time because i barely even hear it Some people oh i guess i heard a little yeah it's like she went through puberty right there 
I, I, re- I swear, I, that's now the third time I've listened to it, and that was the first time I actually heard that. And it's happen. not that big of a deal. It's not. The corrected version, though, this is what it sounds like. Some How crazy is that? I mean, that's impressive that they can do that. It is funny. I bet it's her. Not like, and I'm not like saying to say like goof on her, but I bet like she was just so probably bummed that, oh man, I'm doing the halftime show. This is a big deal. And my voice cracked on the very first line that she was probably like, hey, can we fix that? And they're like, yeah, we have the technology. And all right, screw it. Fix it. I also am just curious how she got into her outfit because it looked like the <laughs> boots were connected to the legs, were connected to the top. Did you notice that? I did not. It was like, it, when I say it was a bodysuit, <laughs> I mean her entire body. Like the boots were part of the, I didn't even, like connected I, to the fabric. I'm going to have to look up the pictures. I never once even thought about it. I was just like, oh yeah, she looks hot. I have no idea how you would get into or get out of that. Wow, okay. I mean, they had to do some pretty awesome uh, seamstress work, I think, to make that happen. I, I, I do like that the, the voice crack was like there. Just not that, I'm, I'm not complaining. Trust me. I'm, I don't care if they fix it or not. But I think there is something real about that moment where it's like, okay, not everything's perfect. Not, this is live television. Not every time you're going to nail everything exactly how you want, especially if you're not lip syncing. Well, apparently with, I don't know if you saw this also, they had some issues with sound and also some issues with the camera. Did you see at one point that one of the cameras kind of, jacked up during the halftime performance i didn't like it almost looked like someone like bumped the camera or something which was again a nice moment of human error it turns out though the cameraman did not realize that usher got behind him and hugged him and it kind of startled him for a second i like that we keep calling it a hug (laughs) i don't know what else to call it it was a very tight embrace from behind The crazy part is, I don't care about. I know some people are like, I would never allow my lady to get hugged like that or whatever it is, and like you know, and people are bugging her husband, and he's like, it's not a big deal. I'm friends with Usher. It was a performance. You guys, let's stop freaking out about this. But Usher got married then, I guess, like that day, did he? Or something like he got like a marriage license. Did he get married? Right after the Super Bowl performance? Yeah, he got married on Super Bowl. Yeah, he did by Elvis. Please tell me it was Elvis. I don't know, but by his longtime girlfriend. And when I mean long time, they've been dating only since 2019. But in celebrity world, that's, that's long forever. time, I guess. Do you think he was like, oh, crap, I just hugged her really awkwardly. I should probably marry my girlfriend. He was getting, getting one last good <laughs> hug in before, before now he's a married man. Hmm. Some of us have had very strange yet memorable jobs. And one well-known celebrity was surprisingly a courtroom sketch artist. And one of the biggest pop stars was once a ride attendant at Six Flags Magic Mountain. We're going to tell you who had these jobs at 820. The Daily Mix Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Think for a second, if you will. What was the most memorable job you ever had? The one job that you could never, ever forget. Call us up now, 206-803-ROCK. The reason we're asking is because we saw this list that BuzzFeed put together of jobs famous people had before they became famous. I and, and Earlier we were talking about how I don't get too caught up in like the relationships that celebrities have been in. But for some reason, I do find this interesting and fun just to see where they came from. You know, did they work somewhere crappy or were they just kind of handed a, a great life where they got to become an actor at a, as a, you know, at a younger age and then just end up being rich as F for, rest, for the rest of their lives? Whereas some of these celebrities maybe had to work at a fast food place. And I, I don't know why, but I do find that interesting to think that somebody's coworker eventually became a big time celebrity. Terry Crews was a courtroom sketch artist. Wow. I want... Is that a good paying gig? I, I actually, I'm glad you asked, Steve, because I looked it up. <laughs> okay, that's so funny. We have the same brain. It depends on where in the country, and and like depending on experience and all that. But it looked like it topped out at about seventy two thousand okay. dollars. Average is about fifty one. Because it's very specific. You have to be good at that. Yeah, it said you have to have like some vocational training, and you know, obviously, be halfway decent at art. Yeah, but that one really kind of shocked me. Lil Nas X was a ride attendant at Six Flags Magic Mountain. I wonder how long ago, because there's a very good chance that he saw me go through that line multiple times and then buy a t-shirt because I love Space Mountain as much as it. <laughs> well, some people might oh, have Magic seen... Oh, Magic Mountain. That's different. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. I was Magic... about to Disney police you, Steve. I know. My bad. Don't want to be shamed by the Disney people. Space Mountain and Magic Mountain, completely different rides. Yep. If you've been to Universal Studios Hollywood, Sydney Sweeney was hired uh, to be a tour guide there. What? Who's Sydney Sweeney? The girl uh, in the Aerosmith videos. No, uh, no, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones? No, no, the Rolling Stones. I'm sorry. Oh, that new Rolling yeah, Stones yeah, yeah, video? Yeah, 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 Rolling Stones. She's oh, also man. in Euphoria. Yeah. Sign me up for a She's tour. A All day long. Damn. This one's kind of crazy because this, this is also very specific. Meghan Markle was a calligrapher and taught calligraphy classes. Yeah, again, I, did you Google what kind of a <laughs> salary? No, but this is that weird. That seems very specific, too. I follow an account on Instagram, and it's just somebody writing calligraphy, and it is, like, the most relaxing thing to watch. It is. But if you ever try, I remember when I was a kid, I tried to learn how to do calligraphy, and it did not go well. I got no. the pen and everything, and I just was ending up, like, scraping the paper, and it, it still kind of, get you know how, like, certain things, like, like, like nails on a chalkboard kind of a thing, or teeth on a, a fork. Like feel it in your inner ear? I feel it in my soul. Like, yeah, I was terrible at calligraphy. Well, you asked about fast food restaurant workers. Margot Robbie worked at Subway. She was a sandwich, what do they call it? A sandwich artist? Yeah, a sandwich, sandwich artist. Uh, Wendy's is where Eva Longoria worked for six years. Could you imagine that? Like looking back on it, like if you were working at that Wendy's and all of a sudden you're like, whatever happened to Eva? And like, have you watched, was it Modern Family? If yeah. They better have her, her, you're thinking of Sofia Vergara. Oh, yeah. Not Eva Longoria. This is how terrible I am with celebrities. <laughs> but I hope that they have the their like picture up in the lobby or something. Right next to Wendy? 
Well, maybe it, like for like a recruitment, like come work for us. You could maybe go places. One day you might leave this job and actually <laughs> become a celebrity. I don't know if that's necessarily a selling point. Rachel McAdams worked at McDonald's for three years. Now we're talking. Yep. I mean, I wonder if she still gets the discount. <laughs> Do you? Think, is there a discount for an employee? I mean, I would think so. Or maybe you just get like a free meal while you're there. Have you ever worked at McDonald's? No. I tried. Really? How long did you try for? Just last week, I tried to get a job there. <laughs> it's like, I'm done with this radio thing. I had a cousin that worked at a McDonald's in Seattle when we were kids, and I think he got fired shortly after we went there and he gave us free food. <laughs> it happens. There was also um, one that kind of was shocking to me. Whoopi Goldberg was a morgue beautician. Now, I've heard that, I don't know if you did the research, but I've heard like when you work at the morgue, you get paid pretty decently. You would I mean, want to, right? Yeah, I would think so. Could you do that for a living? Make up dead people? I don't know. I don't know if I could. The price is right, I feel like. If, if I'm worried about the smell. Ooh. Oh, I don't have that bad of a sense. of. I have a pretty, like, very limited sense of smell, so it would have to be pretty bad for me to notice. That's the one thing I worry about the most. The average for uh, a Seattle mortuary beautician is 49000 Oh, I thought it was more than that. No, they say okay. they top out at 59000 Oh, that'd be so frustrating. Yeah, you're working with dead people. I'd be, I'd be like, you got to pay me more. Yeah. You have to pay me way more to be putting lipstick on a dead person. One of these famous people that I, I also had this job, Amy Poehler, worked at an ice cream shop. And I worked at a Baskin-Robbins back in the you day. did? But I have to tell you, this is so embarrassing. Also, we were talking about calligraphy. You know, at the, at the, san or at the sandwich, at the ice cream shops, you have to decorate the cakes. Yes. You know? I had such a terrible, like, unsteady hand that I could never work alone at the Baskin Robbins, I always had to have like a buddy in case somebody came in and wanted an ice cream cake or whatever decorated because I was so bad at writing happy birthday, Timmy. <laughs> I, had to, I had to have like a person there in case, just in case, because I could not perform the task. Do you think you can do it now? or is No. It I mean, writing in cursive is hard enough as it is. Writing in cursive with, you know, a, t a tip of with frosting coming out of it is very hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just picturing like if you actually did it, they get like, was there an earthquake? Who wrote? <laughs> she no. The lady that owned the place used to like sit me in the back and like give me a like a sheet, mm -hmm. you know, like a plastic sheet, and just have me practice. Yeah. And I never got good enough to where she would let me work by myself. That's crazy. You think she would have just fired you? <laughs> They had to bring another employee a, on just to handle you? I had a great career at the Pullman Baskin Robbins. I mean, clearly she must have liked you enough to be like, we got to bring someone else in just to do the handwriting part. I mean, I can scoop all the scoops. I've got very strong wrists. That doesn't wrists. require much effort and skill. Well, yeah, you have to have a strong wrist. You don't want to end up with carpal tunnel. Again. <laughs> you must have been very charming. Because if I'm working, if I'm like the manager of a Baskin Robbins and like the part of your job is to be able to write happy birthday, Timmy, and you can't do that, I'd be like, you know what? I hate to break it to you. You're just not cut out for, you're not Baskin Robbins material. Maybe I was so great at scooping that she just looked, looked past I my I feel like comments. you could train anybody to scoop. <laughs> Rockaholics, we want to hear from you now. 206-803-ROCK, what was the most memorable job you ever had? The one job you'll never forget. We're going to take your calls after Soundgarden. The Daily Migs Show. Rockaholics, what was the most memorable job that you ever had? The one job that you will never forget. 206-803-ROCK, give us a call and tell us all about it. So was it the Baskin-Robbins job for you? 
That was a big one. Obviously, the naughty car wash uh, in Stanwood was a good one. Okay, just- wait. <laughs> it wasn't naughty in the way that I think people were going to think that you just said. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was bad. I should rephrase that. Although there were like those kind of car washes, like a bikini car wash type companies for yes. a minute. Yeah. Ours was not that kind of naughty car wash. We just were, we were just bad employees. You were stealing from the company. Well, yeah, there were a few things that we, yeah. Like money, a few things. Yeah, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was some beer stolen here and there. And then they found out and they put cameras in the coolers. Why was there beer at a car wash? Were you selling it was, beer? It was connected to the AMPM. It still is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was so like, was what kind of weird setup is this? Like, hey, come to a car wash, buy some beer. <laughs> Not at all strange to combine the two. No, so they had it was the soft and foamy car wash attached to the AMPM in Stanwood. And so they would hire like high school kids to run the car wash. And then there were employees of the AMPM that worked inside. But we would sometimes have to do tasks within the the AM PM, like stocking the beer fridge, making the delicious food that you can get in the, you know, on the warming. The pre-made plates. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. All that good stuff. Oh, the spicy chicken sandwich brings me back, baby. The nacho cheese. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. We, have, we would have to, you know, stock things. But when, when do, it was I do love it called Soft and Foamy, too. That makes me, is that, is that like a, that's like a failed hip-hop song, Soft and Foamy. And we would, I mean, we there were probably maybe 10 of us that worked there, and we were all just hooligans. Yeah. Just getting into trouble. But when we got busted for for, uh, stealing beer and they put cameras in the walk-in coolers. That's when we had to tone it down. See, for me, the job, though, it's sim- not similar in that we were hooligans, but we were definitely being idiots. My buddy's brother owned this little, like, on, on, right off the boardwalk in New York, like, kind of like Coney Island area. There was, like, a little s- snack place called Sandcastle Snacks, Ooh. and it was awesome because my buddy Chris and I would just get stoned, and we would just hang out and if nobody was coming up to buy stuff, we would just eat stuff. And his brother never really cared. I think it was just like, he was like basically just like his parents were paying for it. It was like just he needed a job. And so he was running this place. So like, I feel like some mozzarella sticks. So we just like make up some mozzarella sticks. I feel like some chicken nuggets, make some chicken nuggets. But then in a weird way, like we got to experience some kind of corrupt stuff. There was this police officer that would come over. He's like, hey, can I, uh, can I go hang out in the back? I'm like, all right, sure. Like, we're not going to tell the cop no, but we're kind of freaking out because, like, we're pretty stoned. And we're like, what's going on? So he goes in the back, and the dude takes off all of his clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has a bathing suit shorts on. <laughs> and he went and sunbathed in the back grass that was behind the Sandcastle Snacks place. <laughs> and he would just hang out there, and and he would have his, like, little radio by his side just in case. <laughs> And he would just get, like, some sun for hours. He would just chill out and relax. Was this, like, on shift and, like, oh, it's slow right now. I guess I'll just go get some sun. He was fully, like, he'd have his little radio and his gun. He wouldn't leave the gun near us, uh, which is smart. Not that we would have done anything. It's not like we were like, let's shoot some guns. Uh (laughs) But, like, there he was. And I remember the first time he did that, it wasn't even like he told us, like, hey, just so you guys know, I'm going to take off all my clothes and go sunbathing in the back. He was just like, can I use your back? And we're like, Sure. Not knowing what he needed to do there, but we thought it was going to be like, oh, he's got some police activity to do. This is going to be amazing. And then we go back there and you see his uniform. And then we're like, where is he? And then we keep, we look at the back. I'm like, Chris, he's out there. Dude. He's just sunbathing, chilling out. He's not setting up a sting operation. Nothing. He's no. bathing in the sun. But what are we going to do? I tell him, no, no, you know, it's like, all right, sure. Go, yes, go knock officer. yourself out. Yeah. I mean, he had nothing better to do. Patrol. No. I mean, it was just on the boardwalk. I guess there was nothing better to do. Or he just didn't care. I guess if it's a slow time of day, sure. Mark in Tacoma, you worked at Seahawks Stadium as on-field security. 
Yes, I did. So did you get you got to watch all the games? Um pretty yeah, kinda. I mean I could see the game. I was uh what they call the rabbit. And so what I did is I, I kinda watched the field and scanned the stadium for people that jumped in onto the field. And then you would thump them like a rabbit? I would get uh, yep. I'd go run after them and tackle them. And awesome. Them. Did you ever have to tackle a streaker? Not a streaker, but I did have to uh, tackle. I went after five people. Wow. I, yeah, I did it for 10 years. Did you have any fun interaction with some of the players? Um, no, they don't really like you to talk to. I mean, I, could, I, I saw them, like, walking around and stuff and, you know, warming up. and Right. Uh, but you, you can't, like, take pictures with them or... Uh, you're not supposed to talk to them, but um, yeah, you get to see them up close, and uh, some of those linemen are giants. Now, what about like you know famous singers and uh, you know folks that come in to perform the national anthem? Did you ever get to meet any any famous uh, singers or anybody like that? Uh, I saw the, where I was sitting. I saw a lot like walk by. Um, so I, yeah, I, I've seen them up close, but never really talked to them. So you're chasing pretty, people. Are you a pretty fast guy? Yeah. Wow. Did, yeah. You, did you run track in yeah. high school? Uh, no, I didn't, but I, I played baseball and uh, could run the bases really fast. And um, so what we did was we had a, a lineup and we did a, like a 40-yard dash. And the top six people uh, got it. No way! You raced for your job. That's and amazing. And then you became one of the rabbits. <laughs> yeah. So, so was there ever times yeah. like, let's just say like something crazy is happening during the game? Would you try and figure out a way to strategically place yourself so you can watch what's about to happen? Oh yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, I, I remember one too. time when um, uh, Marshawn Lynch ran that earthquake run. Yes. And I was like, I couldn't get my eyes off that. That was that was just incredible. Oh. And I saw the um, the muff uh, field goal. I was right there at that end zone with Dallas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Tony Roma muffed the uh, snap. I got to be oh, in a suite. Yeah. I almost fell out of the suite because I was so fired up during that one. <laughs> uh, I, I thought I thought it was going to turn out to be bad because if they would have scored, it, it would. I think it. I think if it was a field goal, it would have tied it. Oh man, I don't remember. I can't. I can't, I can't remember either, but. Yeah, if they would have scored, it would have been even worse. But yeah, it was. It was. There was a lot of lot of different things I saw. Hell yeah, go Hawks, Mark. Yeah, go rabbits. Go, <laughs> go rabbits. Rabbit. That's that. What a fun nickname. I do love. I was like, oh, did you find a person you thump him? He's like, yes, exactly. That's what we did. I was like, oh, I was just coming up with a stupid theory. It's a tough job. Well, how would you like a shot at beating Steve Rockaholics? We are looking for a contender. He is currently 39, 13, and 3 in 2024. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to play Beat Migs at 850. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.